This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Back. 
Leicester till I die TV, Leicester City 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 0. We kind of just knew this was going to be the lowest scoring game of the day, didn't we? <laughs> I mean, I, I went for 2-1. I suppose I was being a bit pessimistic, ever thinking we'd get three goals again. It's been at least two seasons since that happened. Welcome along. It's Leicester till I die. We are on Facebook, Leicester till I die, the group. We are on Twitter, at Leicester TID. Uh, and if you are on YouTube, and if you're not, get over there now. It's Leicester till I die TV. Please give us a uh, sub. I, I, I like my subs. I really do. We are 90 off hitting the 1K, and I'd love to get to that as soon as possible. So uh, please, please, please give us a subscribe. And it's back. Premier League action. The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Never going to be high scoring, was it, Brad? But you take three points. No, it never is if you look over the last uh, few seasons, a record against Wolves. But like you said, you're spot on, mate. As I said it before we came on air, it's the first game of the season. You take it. You want to get points on the board. We've, we've done that. We've kept a clean sheet as well, which is what a lot of teams have struggled to do opening game of the season. So three yeah. points and a clean sheet. I don't mind if it's only 1-0. We got away with a lot today. So press on. I mean, oh, there's only actually so far three teams got the clean sheet. Leicester, uh, Chelsea, and I do believe Brentford did last night. Sorry if I'm laughing a little bit there. Um, but uh, you say it's the first game. That that was a game that we looked at. New, team, new manager. Um, after a few years, it was a big upheaval for them. Um, they really... If we'd happened to have won that, we'd have looked back and at the end of the season and go, "Yep, like the Fulham game last year, that was a game we should have won." But we, you know, we ended up we did win it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not always easy um, to take on a team like that. They've had a few big players that they've lost um, through the years, through the seasons. They obviously lost a big manager in, in Nuno, very highly loved by Wolves fans. It, got, it doesn't always get easy. But on the other foot, it's not always the easiest to play against them. You know, we've seen that through the years. We all remember a certain opening day game against uh, Hall City. Um, so it doesn't doesn't always go your way. But And if you're you my know, age, you remember the opening game against Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> hey, even I remember that. I'm not that young. I'm just not that old, mate. Um, but, you know, we've all experienced it and, you know, Firstly, I just want to say it was fantastic to not have to listen to audioed crowd. It was nice to hear the original voices of the Leicester yeah. fans back in the game. And at the end of the day, it's the first game of the season. I don't want to be too uber critical with things that no. happen. I know we'll touch on certain certain players and certain aspects of the game, but first game of the season, your objective is not to get beat or at least don't get Leeds United yeah. beat or Arsenal yeah. beat. As long as you don't do that, you can you can work on it. If this was if this game, I'd say if this game was September or November, I probably would have been more worried about our second half performance than I am because it's the first game of the season. Yeah, we got three points, mate. We're undefeated. We're going to win the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Invincibles. Yeah. A bit a bit further to go yet. Matthew, good afternoon, sir. Um, whereabouts are you? Are you in the UK or are you abroad? Do let us know. Um, not the best, but three points is a fantastic start. Exactly. And again, yeah. these are the games where you hold on 
and it can make the difference to sort of where you finish at the end of the season. <coughs> Excuse me, I've still got this little bit of a cough. Uh, Facebook user almost lost the game today, but a well-deserved win. Um, Facebook user again. Think if you're Facebook user and you've not logged into StreamYard, isn't a problem. Just I like to sort of know who I'm talking to. I can give you a shout out, stick your name at the end. Uh, but Facebook user here, players were a bit rusty, but we got the three points, which is the main thing. Could have been different if Wolves could get the ball on target. Yes, it could. I mean, you know, we, we they did get it on target once at the end, but it was disallowed. We had one disallowed as well. Uh, Rob McFarlane. Good evening, sir. Good win. Poor second half. Disappointing not to see Dakar for the last 10-15 minutes. One of the things I'm going to be asking about, um, Louise, good evening. Thanks for joining us, Louise. Why don't you get, nip over to Facebook, uh, to uh, sorry, YouTube, and uh, have a watch of us on YouTube and sub and uh, get our figures up as well. That would be great. Looking at the team, Brad, when it was announced, and I'm glad to say that that is, I will let everybody know, that is a Leicester shirt you're wearing and not a Wolves one. Um, yeah. made, mate, it's an old traditional gold kit. I love this orange kit. I hey, was a kid. What? You what? I've, just I've got it myself. You are? Is it? Right. No. You know, I have got that and I have got the blue version twice because it's my favourite all-time Leicester shirt and my old blue one didn't fit me anymore because I'm a fat bugger now. Um, <laughs> when we looked at the team, um, and there was, I mean, it was a, it was a strong starting team. Surprise for me was no Bertrand, not even in the squad. I was I was a little bit surprised by that. I I I have to be honest. He had a very good he had a very good standout um, pre-season. I don't know, maybe there's obviously some, for whatever reason, Brendan didn't even have him on the bench. Um, it was good to see the likes of Dennis Pratt on the bench and and, and, yeah. and that's that, that kind of gives us a bit of hope for the next couple of weeks that maybe there's no other outgoings. Uh, and that was a bit surprised. He had a very good pre-season. I think at times in that second half, we could have used him putting the ball in like yeah. he did for that goal against Villarreal. But... You know, it, it, we always had him come in on under the sentiment that he was there to kind of do a Fuchs role, but at a at a, a, a Fuchs when he first came to Leicester. You know, he's going to get yeah. games on. We know he's going to play. That's the whole reason we brought these four players in. Um, and we are obviously we, we've heard from Brendan that there's hope that maybe at least one more will come in before the window shuts. And that's why we've done these dealings. And 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 we'll just see in time how he's going to use the entirety of the squad. Uh, right. Thomas did fairly well for me. So yeah. it wasn't like I was too panicked by who we put in over him. Uh, Ibrahim says there, oh, I didn't know this. If this is true, then obviously it's no, that Bertrand has COVID. Um, I have to be honest with you. Ben. For those that have been watching the shows uh, for the last few days, you'll know that uh, I've been... Um, coughing my my way through the shows but i did a test this morning thank god i'm negative but uh if if you silly don't see me for a couple of days that's why um so ibrahim if that is true thank you very much for keeping us and updating us on that book line not seeing you for ages sir where the devil have you been oh you've obviously saying there you're on a summer football football vacation so welcome back sir nice to see you again um good to be back Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like I say, uh, if that's the case, then obviously that that is that is understandable. Uh, we've obviously gone back to 
uh, Vardy on his own up front, even though Inacho and Vardy together. But I suppose if you're going to do that, then you've got to drop somebody. And I guess at the moment, that's almost certainly going to be Madison. And yeah, and I, I think it's something that, that we touched on it, it pre-season. It's something that I, I was very noted of, of saying, and, and that was you saw with the substitutions, which I think, and we'll get on, I know we're going to get on to it, that mm. was the only reason we didn't see Pats and Dakar today, was that obviously Leicester are trying to not just have a plan B, but use plan A and B together, because obviously with the subs that were made, it was a change of shape, and, and Leicester went to a two up front. Yeah. Uh, it worked. It worked well, to be honest. If you had a few straight passes, a few bit of rusts, but you could see the intent. You know, there was a few passes that on another day that Colin Cody may I just say for Wolves, I thought he had a great game. I don't like to always talk up the opposition, but he did. Mm-hmm. If he not got a few blocks, we could have got a few more goals uh, out of the game. So it, I, I, I like the fact that the preseason has continued into the first game of the season. In, in Brendan's got. Them all working on on different formations and, and how to do it. So it was good to see, and I'm kind of glad, if I'm honest, with the run of form in Atros on that he did come on. Yes. Um, if I'm, you're only going to change one, I'm a bit worried because we both said this that Inacho is a confidence player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I mean, you know Craig will say that as well, and I think I'm just worried that you know he, he finished last season and he was. Obviously, he was he was he was the top scorer, and now to go back to a position where he's coming on for bit parts here and there, I'm just worried that we will go back to the old Inacho rather than the new Inacho. I don't know. I, I last season that was probably something that Leicester fans feared. It was something that you know I'm I'm very much in agreement with you and Craig. He he does play off confidence, but he played well in the Community Shield. Um, put the penalty away that helped us win it. Uh, Look good today. His defensive work he's clearly working on as well. He was found in the middle of the park. It's almost like over the last um, seven or eight months that Rodgers has found a way to get him to work where if he starts or if he comes on, he knows his role immediately. I mean, he played Vardy through for our one and only best chance in the second half. Um, he, He made a great tackle to stop Wolves getting away a few times on the right-hand side. Um, I, I, I think, you know, look, you always look at the start of the season and go, let's see how the first five games go. Yeah. Um, it would, You know, you, you might find that next game it's Dakar and natural up front. He might, he, yeah. he, you know, we're just seeing the birth of of the Leicester and how they're going to go about the entirety of this season with, with how it, they're changing things. It is things very... Up. It is very easy to just sort of criticise, but like, so we have to, like you made the point. Yeah, we've got to take the point that this is the first game of the season, you know. Mm. And sometimes you hit the hit the floor running. Uh, I mean, Man United five leads one, Brentford <laughs> celebrating like they were Arsenal themselves last night. Um, but well done to Brentford, by the way. I I, I have I have stuck my flag onto the mask and said. Uh, that Brentford are going to be my surprise package of next season, but um, yeah. yeah, you know, it, like we said, we have to 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 take the three part. I mean, 
few comments here. David S said uh, three points, but I think we were playing as if we were awed by our first game of the season with fans and were slightly too pedestrian, even though at home, as opposed to playing with speed and confidence. Uh, Dean Hawkins, good evening, Dean. How the devil are you, sir? Three points more important than performers, definitely. I think we'd all agree mm-hmm. on that, especially in the first match of the season. Momentum will come later. Some good individual performances, namely Ricardo, indeed, Ian Tillemans, um, Madison. I'd take the 60 million, seriously. I, I don't know. I really don't know about that, Dean. Um, but we'll mention. First of all, Madison, and then I want to come on to Indeedy. So I'm going to leave that comment up because you, we, you know, you touched on him before, didn't you? Before we came live, yeah. but Madison, yeah. he must, if he probably watched that match last night. I mean, you know, if you were Madison, what, why would you go to that shower? I wouldn't, but I'm a Leicester fan through and through. I'd be signing a yeah. seven-year contract with Leicester personally, and and. Again, I, I actually saw the clip. I didn't actually see the the um, post match and, and pre match stuff of the Community Shield. I watched watched the video yesterday, and Roy Keane was, you know, spoke a lot of sense on that. And people who haven't yeah. seen it, go and go and see it. He was like, the thing is, everybody, everybody, media pundits, and everybody's got their own head up their arse of Arsenal gone by. Arsenal are in the rebuild stage. They've gone eighth and eighth, and just been beaten by Brentford. Roy Keane was like, right here, right now, Leicester are the better side. Why would you go there? It's a sideways, if not a backward step. And I don't think Madison actually had that bad a game. It, for the first half, we were very good. We were very on mm-hmm. top. We had seven chances to their three. We probably could you have. Quote, are you quoting stats there at me, Brad? I know, right? <laughs> I, I even pay attention these days, mate. It's a new season. It's a new me for about half hour, mate. Don't get used to it. Um, oh, good. Um, but you know, in the second half, it was it, it was that cliche. It was a game with two halves. Wolves came out as we soaked mm-hmm. up, and I think the comment that was put up about maybe they got in an awe with the crowd. It's quite possible. You go so long without hearing a crowd, and and more more notably, a very packed stadium that's waiting in anticipation. I mean, every home team would have been playing, hoping they can get off the mark and see their team win after nineteen or more months without being able mm-hmm. to see them. Um, and at the end of the day, you could kind of tell by the substitutions that were made that Brendan saw that and probably saw his team feeling the nerves and a bit jittery coming to the end and went, right, let's do what we were fairly decent at doing last season. Let's shut this out. And at the end of the day, by hook, by crook, whether it was off the line, whether it was an arse cheat that got a block in, we, got the, we, got, we didn't just get the win, we got the clean sheet. And that's two big positives to take from the opening game of the season. Like you said, only Chelsea and Brentford. And managed it <laughs> so far and we've, we've only got like what well, i think we've only got a handful of games to get through i know liverpool are playing norwich right now yeah. and and Tottenham no, play no, no. Tottenham play harry kane's new side i mean manchester city um <laughs> um as well right. so he made nuno may decide his head's not in the right place um which is basically, I think, up Pep's arse. But, uh, well, he's not, he's not trained, has he? So I don't care yeah. how good you are. If you're not trained, I remember, do you remember Berbatov at Spurs? He didn't train, yeah. he didn't do pre-season, yeah. he was on the bench, and then he moved to Manchester United about a week or so later. As long as it's going to happen with Kane. Might even yeah. be a deadline day thing. It will happen with Kane. I, he's I just personally showing think that we're getting this, this game out of the way. I don't think um, that, that yeah. Levy wanted 
him lining up against I, Tottenham yeah. on the first day. And I, don't I want to bring Indeedy in, in. I want to bring Indeedy to yeah. talk about our game and Indeedy because you weren't impressed with him today. No, it's very rare I say that. Maybe I'm being a bit uber critical of someone who is, in my opinion, one, one of the best midfielders out there. There's not many names I could put in my head of in the Premier League. It wasn't so much his defensive work that I had an issue with. I, again, I think defensively, whether it was a mad scramble, we still did our job properly. But his mm. passing was a bit weak. I mean, Wolves did nothing for 40-odd minutes and he played the best through ball they played all game. In, in a sense, by, by giving it straight to him. And Adam was very quick. Crap, but quick. You know, mm. he, he, he's crap, but let's face it, he couldn't. He couldn't score for Toffee in that game, thankfully for us. But he's passing frustrated. Really. And maybe it's because we hold players like Indeedy in such a high esteem. But out of all the players that underperform for me in, in areas that I normally see them do very well, Indeedy's passing was a bit skew with. It didn't look like rust either. It just looked like he wasn't reading things right in the movement. Well, say, you know... We said, like I say, first game back, and we're trying not to be too critical here, but yeah, yeah. we're here to discuss the performance. Yeah. But and, we also can't um, sit here and play blinkers either, mate. So we have to talk about these things. It's, yeah, it's our job, yeah. it's what we're doing it this is. for. Yeah. Um, a job, I'm not paying you. <laughs> I know, I know, I keep asking, it keeps declining at the bank. Hey, you just had, uh, had three weeks off, mate. Don't, don't push it. I know, right? You didn't get no <laughs> holiday pay, did I, mate? No, no you didn't. <laughs> Quite right as well. Um, but the point was made earlier about were they in awe of the crowd when they were back. I mean, listen, I, I've worked in sales, and if my manager or area manager or, you know, ever up further like, was, was walking around, I was on ten tucks. I was more nervous, especially the game that yeah. stood behind you while you are on a call. So, yeah, for the first, I mean, this is the first time in, what is it, 18, maybe not 14 months since they had that crowd behind them. Yes, I know they've had it yeah. at the, the Community Shield. I know they had it at the FA Cup. And you, you made the comment when you were listening that you couldn't... I mean, I could hear a lot of the Leicester fans. I thought they were making a lot of noise. Maybe it was just my, the stream I was watching it on. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's natural to be a little bit nervous, I guess. Yeah, I think it is too. And, and, and I get it. We obviously have played at Wembley in front of progressive crowd since Southampton, mm -hmm. but it's a whole different ball game when it is 80, 90% your own fan base. And again, you take the occasion into it. It's the first game of the season. You're at home. It was probably a favourable expectation on Leicester to win it as well um, with how they've done the transfers, how they're looking, how they finished last season, how Wolves are as well collectively. They've lost a the manager. Everything we've talked about beforehand it was probably a bit of pressure, and I think we could tell by the end of the second half that Leicester's approach was let's safety first. We mm. if we can get a second goal and kill Wolves off, better bonus. But let's not throw this away as much as we try to at times. But we what matters is the whistle was blown and it ended Leicester City one Wolves nil. Whether whether you could say our second half performance warranted a win or a draw, whatever. Doesn't matter when that whistle's blown, it's a result on the board, and that's what matters. First game of the season, totally. And you know, Man United have got three points, we've got three points. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, yeah, you know, obviously, goal difference as you get further into the season. And we need, you know, once we've got 
I mean, at the moment, we're kind of easing into it because we've got one game a week. Uh, but soon we're going to have a couple of cups thrown in there. We're going to, I think we're, uh, we're not in the first round of the, or the next round of the Caribou Cup because we're in Europe. So we get a bit of a break with that. But... No, but aren't Arsenal in it? That was a bit weird. Didn't Arsenal get drawn in it because they're not in Europe? Or was that just me? Did I just get no, that they, wrong? They got, I think they're in it because they, they're not in Europe. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think... That's the sight I never thought I'd see in my years growing up. Arsenal out of Europe. <laughs> so they have to play in the Carabao Cup uh, second round or third round or. Uh, do you think we do you think do you think we're digging too much at Arsenal? I I don't. I'm just I'm enjoying it. But no, I've got um, a JCB, mate. I'm ready to dig even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I, I was uh, I, I can say I literally I've been on a few Arsenal uh, shows since uh, since the result came in, and uh, I've asked on every one about Madison, and they won't they won't. They won't give me a reason why they think he should still go. Bookline says, yeah, happy to start with three points. That's that's the thing at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, definitely is. But, yeah, so we've got the Caribou, we've got the FA. Obviously, we're going to be in Europe soon. Um, so let's get as many points on the board. If they're 1-0s, I'll take 1-0s all day long. Well... We won the Premiership on one nils at the back well, end exactly. of it, didn't we? So you you read my mind there, sir. You read my mind. Um, great mind, sinker, like mate. But it's exactly right, though, isn't it? Then the day, if I'm being honest, if I was a neutral, mm. did Wolves maybe deserve something out of the game? Probably. They were very threatening in the second half. I don't remember Casper doing too much out of the ordinary for him, though. So no, no matter if hands bolts coconuts, it does not really matter as long as we're the ones that are scoring the goals and they're not. I would take, I'm not you, Chris. I would take, if you said for our first five games of the season, Leicester won 1 0, 1 0, 1 0, 1 0, 1 0, I'd take your I'd snap your arm off for it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, Liverpool have just gone 1 0 up, but um, we are actually sat in seventh, which is the Europa Conference League place. So. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to win the Europa League, so it doesn't matter, mate. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm really think we could win the Europa League this season. And I, I think Brentford last night were doing the Donald Trump, were they? Stop the league. Stop the league. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, but substitutions that he made. Um, actually, it is very hard to criticise when you win a game. I think hmm. he, I think he, he made the, the decision that we were going to hold on to the one nil. Um, yeah, but that said, you know, he did bring in Acho on and took Barnes off, and I thought Barnes had, had, had a good game. Um, Vestergaard on for Perez, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say here now, you know, I I think this season I need, or I think we all need to try and maybe just get off Perez's back a little bit. I'm very critical of him, but there's something that Brendan sees in him that he picks him week in week out, and. To be honest with you, you know, in Brendan we trust, as they say. But, but he was replaced by um, Vestergaard. It's difficult to judge players when they're, when they're coming on, sort of after 70 minutes and what have you. And Samari for Madison. Um, I mean, I thought Vestergaard got beaten off the ball quite easily by Traore. Yeah, he did, but Traore is also the size of a tank and loves baby oil. It's ridiculous. I don't know how he's allowed to do that all the time. He, you know, he's slipperier than a snake. It's unreal. Um, but you don't want to get in the shower after him, do you? The other, all the no, you don't want to be there. You'll you end up breaking your ankles if you try and go in after him after a shower. But he's last <laughs> in. But yeah. um, no, at the end of the day, he arrived yesterday. 
I don't know how close Leicester got. I'm, I'm guessing they got the deal signed fairly early. So he was, you know, the, the idea was to make him eligible to play. Yes. Um, I was a bit nervous that it would chuck him in at a 1 0. I'd have liked us to have been 2 0, and then he probably would have been a bit more at ease. He did see a bit yeah. cagey, but he's barely trained. I mean, yes, he's had a pre season with Southampton, but he's not been learning less. It's not like he's been sat at Southampton going, I'll just read the Leicester tactics just in case. Yeah, you know, he do, yeah. he's still got to know the lads. He's still got to go in. And then at the end of the day, it's probably, like you said, it's easier when you win and it's easier when the defence don't concede when he's on the pitch because then you can say he gets away with it in a, in a sense. He's allowed 20 minutes to bed himself in. Um, but it was, you know, the, the, the subs were a bit strange. I'm going to join you, Chris. Actually, I think when I saw Samore lining up, I thought it was going to be Indeedy or Madison. I thought mm. one of them two were going to come off. I was surprised to see Perez came off, but the second he came off, I knew Harvey Barnes was going to come off for either Ian Atto or, or Daka. That you sense the, the change in formation and they'll just give him I think Brendan does like to give the players five minutes to adjust to it before he makes that final um yes. sub, you know, give Harvey Barnes five, five, ten minutes up from and uh, see how it goes before he makes that final sub. But and you can make Change. too many subs in one go and it completely yeah. throw the throw the legs off, you know, or throw the yeah. team into confusion. Yeah, plus Wolves are chasing the game at that point. If you if you've got leggy defenders um trying to go all out and nick a point in in the in, in this situation and you mm. save at least one sub, especially in a forward or attacking sense, you're gonna keep them in check, aren't you? And Brandon's I've never really, you know. I've, I've raised an eyebrow maybe at starting 11 sometimes. I think we all have. We've all had to eat humble pie throughout last season. But I've never really questioned too much his substitution uh, methods because they, they have worked very well for us. Yes, yeah. Dean says there, Brendan has uh, said, lads, that Vestergaard has had no pre-season. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. So not up to speed. Samari so was calm and added some much-needed composure. Good players always have time, and that's Samari to a T. Uh, adding there that, that 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 Thomas was class, yeah, and it is about giving players minutes on the on the first day on the first few games, isn't it? I did have to yeah. laugh. I'm coming on to great to see Vardy back on the score sheet. He needed that, but I love the fact that the uh, the, the BBC have said Jamie Vardy picked up where he left off at the end of last season. I don't think you'll find he was scoring many at the end of last season. Uh, well, he's got, he got two goals against Spurs, didn't he? So I could see why they, they, they've worked that yeah. in, in well into yeah. things. But, but he needed but, that, didn't he? He needed that. Yeah, yeah he does. And, uh, you know, you know, legends can play at 34 and play at the top level. And mm. unlike Lionel Messi, one of them can score. Jamie Vardy with a great finish. You know, <laughs> guy was, I, I swear he's not aging. I don't care if someone's telling me he's 34 because he doesn't play like it. 34 years of age, he's just done a pre-season and he's just managed 90 minutes on the goal. Thank you very much. I'm happy to keep him as, as our strike force. There's not many that can do it. And, and maybe maybe this season at 34, if he keeps off, if, the, if that's the platform he's making for the season, mate, there isn't a person in the world can say he's not a world-class Premier League striker. No, I mean, I'm I'm prepared to eat eat humble pie here because I, I I've said that you know this could be his last season, if you like, as the automatic starter, and that he might yeah. he might end up being uh, about um, a super sub. 
Um, and if if he proves me wrong, I'm more than happy to say, Vardy, you know, you've proved me yeah. wrong. But you know, yeah, he's he's done 90 minutes. I I was surprised he wasn't taken off for Dak. I've got to be honest with you. But uh, we used all the the three subs and. I can say we, we we got the win, but I think the best thing I think the thing with Jamie Vardy is he's one of those players, um, a bit like a sheer. Well, you know, there's a, there's a few strikers out there, Shearer, possibly Ian Wright, Bergkamp. Even though if as the opposition, you look at that team sheet an hour before the game and you go, "Hey, Jamie Vardy's not starting," and it's yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's you know, he's got that, hasn't he? He definitely has, mate. I made a comment to Ryan, as you know, um, who you know, who's who's been on the show before in comments. He's he's the, 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 Spurs fan. The, the poor yeah. Spurs fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I turned around to him um one time and I said, Jamie Vardy is to Leicester what Jimmy Anderson is to England cricket. If you ever in doubt, you chuck the ball to Jimmy Anderson. If you ever need a goal, you give the ball to Vardy. And yeah. it's more impressive that if, if you're a defender, you probably get excited if you don't see Vardy's name on the team sheet, thinking, oh, I might have a bit of an easier afternoon. And then you realise that 34-year-old is probably going to come on when you're knackered after 70 minutes and, and run you around the pitch. And you think, I'd rather him start. <laughs> so yes. yeah. he's brilliant at doing that, isn't he? He's, he's very good. And like I said, I'm not speaking through blue-tinted glasses. Mm. We speak to a lot of people that say it about him. Vardy is genuinely a world-class player. He'll be one for years that gets talked about as a Premier League icon uh, of the game. And, to do, you know, it's it's just furthermore proof that age is just a number if you've got that. Yeah. And, and, and credit, again, to our backroom staff who obviously have cared for him over the last four or five years. Uh, and got got him to what he's doing. They've changed his game, they've changed his diet, they've changed how he does things, yeah. and that just shows that if you look after a player, there's no telling what they can do. Change, change uh, his diet, and how I long can they do can with play them, for. I'll tell you. <laughs> I could definitely do with them if they could change my diet. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... I think the best thing he did for Leicester was stepping down... I like him going to look too much, mate. Sorry? Sorry, Brad. Oh, hello. Hello. No, sorry. I, I, I heard you. Did you say about him stepping down from England? I was, I was yes. assuming. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear yeah. what your yeah, comment was before that about my diet. But I, I, I know, you know I love burger and chips too much myself, mate, to, to get uh, into a diet like like the food. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Shearer, Shearer stepped down from England, and it prolonged his career. And and Vardy's done the same. And I think you know we're seeing the benefit of it. Yeah, and he's definitely seen the benefit of it. And, and, you know, look, we always want a player like that to play for our country. You know, at the end of the day, you put your stance on England. You want to see a player of that calibre in on the team sheet getting played. And yeah. Vardy knows what he's capable of. He knows where he can play. He knows where he's effective. And Roy Hodgson and didn't use that. You know, and 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 I think he did make the right decision. You don't see it until you're in this stage of your career where you go, actually, yeah, fair dues, retiring at 28, 29, or 30, or whatever, is was a good call. Because I don't think a Jamie Var I mean, the fact that Southgate was still hounding to get Varley to even consider the Euros this year when he was, you know, turned just turned 34, tells you that that break from international football 
has paid dividends. He's won an FA Cup. He's won a Community Shield. He's got back-to-back European football. When, when you and say Community the Shield, majority of that, I think more like the English Super Cup. Yes, the English Super Cup. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd have lost, I knew it, where it you're going. It was pre-season friendly <laughs> in Spain. No, but if we'd have lost Cup. it. If we'd lost it, yeah, it'd have been a, a meaningless pre-season friendly. But it, to, you know, it's the FA Cup winners against the Premier League. It is the English Super Cup. Um, what I want to do before we're going to just take a very quick break in a second. What I want to do is, if you're watching here, can you just help us out? Because obviously things are different this season. We're going into this season now where fans are back at the stadium, and we're not watching all the games sort of at home like we were before. Um, we're going down to the ground and then having to travel home or we're going away and then having to travel home. So we used to start these shows about half an hour, wasn't it, Brad, after kickoff? Yeah. We used to generally yeah. go live. Um, it, 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 we didn't clash with, with, with a few of the channels as well while doing that. Do people want us to sort of go live? I mean, I've done 45 minutes today. Do you are you happy with that forty five minutes, or would people prefer it to be an hour? Just think, think things, um, your thoughts in the comments about when you would like us to start the post match show. And um, evening ones yeah. probably won't be quite the same because otherwise you'll have us starting them at midnight. <laughs> but on a normal match day, when would when would you guys that are watching here? And obviously we do it for you guys. Otherwise we would be just sat here talking to ourselves, um, a bit like a Liberal Democrat uh, MP meeting. But you know we would uh, we just like to know: Would you prefer us to start earlier, later? Or after 45 minutes. Let us know anyway. And we're going to be right, right back after this. Hi, Alan Smith here. Be sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Up the foxes. Indeed. Thank you, Alan. So, looking at the match stats then. Uh... We know that another Alan, Alan Bennett, does those for us, and he basically he gives it on the hoof. So as soon as he walks out the stadium now, and as soon as he gets the signal, um, which isn't always easy down the KP, he lets us know what his stats are. So he, he doesn't have a lot of time to think about it. And I think he's, he's probably got it about right here. I mean, Vardy, man of the match, and that's pretty much what they've got on the BBC where people vote for him. He got not only Leicester's, best player but also match best player manager and team seven probably fair reflection for the first game do you agree brad yeah i agree with that i think in the first half you was probably looking at the performance and the way the game was going and thinking this might be a comfortable win it you'd probably say an eight or a nine and there's probably a few the man of the match in the second half Wolves took control and a few performances died <laughs> off but Vardy, ever consistent, um, mm. Mr. Consistent. Um, I think sevens all round is very fair. Uh, and mm. obviously, the goal scorer, the match winner, normally nine times out of ten gets given the the, the award the for the match. So yeah. very well done. I hope we never lose. Out, take a beating at home because I don't. I don't want Alan Bennett saying he can't do it because he's throwing your phone at a wall. Yes, that could happen. It could happen. Um, 
As regards to the result, um, as you know, if you go on to sort of com, the website, and then we've got next match and last match. As we did last year, we do a little bit of a mini league with myself and a few expert players. We've got a couple of extra ex, extra ex players. It's not easy for me to say in this year. Um, for those of you who are around my age, Ian Wilson from uh, from from Jock Wallace's uh, uh, squad there uh, has joined us, and has had indeed Mr. Jerry Taggart. And you know, you got you added that to Ian Marshall, add that to uh, um, uh, Steve Walsh. And add that to Steve Linex. You think one of us would have got the score correct? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. <laughs> I went to one. Oh, uh, Ian went, Everybody yeah. went for a win. Marshall normally goes to all. What's he doing? Is he being all right? I know. I know. Marshall actually is, is the most honest here. It didn't, I think he decided it didn't do him any good last year because he came third. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, Steve Linex, he used to vote against us because if he voted us to win, we'd lose. So, uh, but he went for the win. We've all gone. So at the moment, we're all topping the table on one point each. So, <coughs> but what I want to mention there is that we are doing that this season in conjunction with um, a, a, a prediction game called the Long Ball. Now we are going to be previewing this, and I know we're a week behind, but we just wanted to get it spot on. We are going to be previewing it, me and Brad, on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. And it is a prediction league. But if anybody wants to sort of get in early and have a look, just just tell them all about it, uh, Brad, because you've had a play on it. Yeah, that's the only thing I've been playing on recently. But yeah, the long ball is obviously used by uh, Leicester legend Ian Marshall, as Chris has stated there. And basically, if any of you have ever played a Super 6, you'll have an idea of what it is. It's just basically as simple as it is. You get every week's weekend's fixtures of Premier League football. You predict the scores. Um, I haven't quite figured out the point system. It is a bit vague on there, but it is a new thing that's, that's not been long in use. So they're ironing out a few things. It's pretty simple. It's pretty much a laugh. If you guys want to sign up, get, get go to the website. It's, it's the long ball. Uh, is it long ball? I've right. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sign up, make your predictions for next <laughs> week, get them ready. You've got until pretty much the first game kicks off, so it does count down. It gives you, it gives you know, if you forget and you think, oh, God, there's a game on Friday and you get to Friday morning, you're still going to have time to get your predictions in. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, I'll go through it more when we do the actual video, but if you already set up and already have a username, uh, drop them in the comments. And then between myself and Chris, we can add you to the league because I've already had a play with it. I've already done this first week as like a free hit, so I can kind of get to grips with it. So I can get you added in. Um, if you, if if they figure out a search bar and how to do it a bit more correctly, you can search the league, which is Leicester Till I Die TV. Just start it with a capital L. It might be a bit pedantic, mm. but I've set it all up. It's ready to go, and it's just for a bit of a laugh. They do do yeah. monthly prizes on there as well. Um, so you could be in with a chance of doing that if you've done well. I haven't seen my results. I think I might have done okay. But, um, yeah, there's options on there. And when we do a video, I'll go through it more. I've done a little video to show you how it works and, and, and what to do when we set it up anyway. Brilliant. So get on there. It's longball.com or go on to lessdittleidie.com forward slash 
um, next match and just click on the uh, score predictions and it will take you through to the long ball. I said Ian Marshall's heavily involved with it. It's a bit of a laugh. Uh, it's just for fun, just for fun. Like like uh, Brad said there, a bit like the Super Six on Sky. Uh, but we will on Tuesday um, go through it in a bit more detail. I think uh, Brad, you've sent me a bit of a video which I need to look at. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm, but I'm still waiting for you to send me the proper video on the long ball and not your evenings alone in front of the TV videos. <laughs> yeah, I just get bored, mate. That's why I send them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I'll make quite as much money selling it as Kim Kardashian's videos, but there we go. No, um, I charge. They charge me more than they did make, so I don't bother anymore. <laughs> uh, but that's 7 o'clock on Tuesday. Hey, look, we started with the win. Couldn't ask for anything else. Um, three points. Um, <laughs> I haven't, Heather. It's been so quiet. Thank you. It's been, uh, oh, I'm not saying anything. But we <laughs> I know. It's best not to I'm say not saying well, No, 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 just not. <laughs> yeah, no. For a moment, for a moment, I think you're like, no, no, no. Nothing that can be quoted back to me. Uh, Brad, thanks so much for joining us, mate. Great. We'll have a chat afterwards because I just need to run yeah. through it for you. So thanks so much for coming on. As always, started with a win, even if we did have to listen to it with Dutch commentary. And, um that is, no, it might have been better than the English commentary. I think they might have been talking about the sandwiches they took to work. At least I couldn't we, understand that. To be totally honest with you, and, and I love Alan Young to bits, but I could hardly quite often not understand what he was saying either. So it's uh, <laughs> we love the Scots, really. We love the Scots. Mate, thanks so much. I'll see you Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Yeah, no worries. It's been a pleasure as always. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Thanks so much. Yeah. So, yep, uh, we are going to be back on Monday at 7 when we're going to get together with uh, Ed, who is uh, a big Wolverhampton Wanderers fan. We're doing it a little bit different this year. Rather than, because we do a preview anyway, myself and Craig looking ahead to the game, I thought it would be a little bit different to actually talk to um, the opposition fan after the game and see what their thoughts were on the loss, the win, the draw, whatever. So, be a little bit different. That's Monday at 7. Tuesday, um, we've got at 7 o'clock. We're going to go through the Prediction League with you. So join us then. Um, Wednesday, I'm hoping to... Um, what am I doing on Wednesday? We're going to have the Prediction Show. We did one last week. Bit of fun predicting the week's scores. That's going to be back at 7 o'clock on Wednesday. And then on uh, Thursday the 19th, the quiz is back. With Norwich City, it will be the quiz of the week from Norwich on Thursday, and, and on Friday, seven o'clock with Craig. It's the preview show, so you've got me every week. Honestly, you are so so lucky, guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Thanks very much. I'll see you Monday night, seven o'clock. Stay safe, guys. Have a good weekend. Hello, good night. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.